Hey, I'm Jane, and you're listening to the Surviving to Thriving podcast. This is the place to be if you are wanting to create a life that you absolutely adore. I'm a certified transformational mindset coach, and I specialize in all things mindset, including the law of attraction, meditations, EFT, and energy work, to name but a few. Each week, I will be helping you to go after your dreams by breaking down and silencing the critical negative voice in your head and by helping you unlock your true potential through self-love, self-worth and self-acceptance. If you can change your mindset, you can honestly change your entire life. I am completely obsessed with this stuff. So let's dive in. Hello. So today, um, I recently gave a talk about beliefs um, and I looked at the different types of beliefs. So it was limiting beliefs, empowering beliefs and actually fear based beliefs. And I talked about how all of these have a place in your life and where they come from and really easy techniques to change them. And so I thought that that is what this week's episode should be about. So I'm going to replay it for you here as part of our podcast, video, episode, whatever platform you are listening to this on. Take it in, listen to it. It's incredible advice and it's something that has worked so brilliantly in my life um, that I really wanted to share it with you all because it's vitally, vitally important. So have a listen. Here we go. Okay, so what you believe creates what you see in your life. You will have heard this before. You are what you think. Watch your thoughts. You become what you think. All of those quotes that you see and hear all over social media. But it's totally true. And so I wanted to explain a bit more about this, how to change them, so that you can begin to create some shifts in your life. So let's start with beliefs, right? We all have empowering beliefs, we all have limiting beliefs, but we all also have fear-based beliefs, which is one that you may not have heard so much about. So just to give you some examples, empowering beliefs would be anything that helps you feel good about yourself, that you feel in control of, that make you feel empowered, right? It's an empowering belief, that's what it means. So if we look at an example, maybe financially, maybe your career, you might love your job. You may have more than enough money in the bank and it just feels good for you in that area. Or maybe you have an amazing partner, you've got lots of love in your life and so your beliefs about love are totally empowering and positive. But the flip side of that could be that you hate your job, you're always short of money at the end of the month, you instantly feel bad because you're always struggling to make ends meet and that is a limiting belief. You may have a partner, but there are so many issues or you might keep attracting the same type of person that that person doesn't make you feel good or you also, you always have the, the, the same issues in your relationship. That's because somewhere in your subconscious, you have a limiting belief about love. Um, 
you can actually look at your own life or your friend's life or your family's life and you can actually see just by looking at the different areas what your empowering beliefs are and what your limiting beliefs are. So just uh, think about that for a moment. What areas in your life do you feel as though they just work out? You don't ever have to stress about it. It's always good. It's happy. You know, you're in a good positive energy. And then on the flip side of that, what areas are you constantly replaying in your head? What are you thinking? Why did this happen? Why do I keep doing that? And it just feels hard. And there's a lot of resistance. They are your limiting beliefs. But then we look at fear-based beliefs. So your fear-based belief could be something, it could go something like this. I'm going to do this because I'm worried about that. Does that make sense? An example of this could be, I'm going to stay in this marriage where I'm not really happy and I don't feel totally fulfilled or listened to because I don't think it will be any better for me if I leave. And then what about my children? How will they feel? What will they think? What will I do to their lives? That is a fear-based belief. Or look at your career. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna change my jobs because I'm gonna have to start all over again at the bottom in my new company. I'm too old to do that now. It's a young person's game. That is a fear-based belief. So you are making these decisions based on beliefs which make you feel fear. They make you feel uneasy. They may even make you feel a little bit scared. And they are your fear beliefs. So you've got empowering beliefs that make you feel good in all areas. They don't call you stress. It's just amazing. You've got your limiting beliefs where they are the areas where you feel lack and they make you feel horrible and they bring you down and unhappy. And then you've got your fear-based beliefs where you think, I'm not going to do this because it will cause that. And that's a fear. So how do we form these beliefs in the first place? Believe it or not, they are normally picked up before the age of seven. They are something that you will have seen or heard throughout your life that forms a part of your subconscious mind. And the subconscious mind is the part of your brain that runs in the background. You're not really aware of it, of the four, of the pattern, unless it hits you in the face as a limiting or an empowering thought, right? The, the subconscious, your subconscious mind frames how you see your entire world, how you experience it and what you allow to be true in your life. So an example of this could be money. You were brought up in a family where there was constantly struggles over money. You may have heard things like, money is the root of all evil. Rich people only think about themselves. If you have money, you're selfish. Even if I get money, you'll lose it again. Money doesn't grow on trees. It's hard work making money. They were big ones for me. I heard quite a lot, money doesn't grow on trees and it's hard work to make money. So you hear these comments throughout your early years and they begin to frame what you feel about money. They are limiting and fear-based beliefs which literally block your subconscious and prevent you from allowing money to come to you easily and with no effort because you've heard money is the root of all evil, money doesn't grow on trees, it's hard to make money. 
And so it feels like a push and a pull and a horrible energy as opposed to a flow and ease. And, you know, the truth is money is our birthright. We were not born to have lack. We were born to have everything that we wanted. Abundance in every area of our life is literally what we were born to have. Um, but we need to be an open channel in order to allow it in, in order to have it easily and allow it or whatever it is, money, love, abundance, wealth, happiness, you need to be open to it so that it can flow to you with ease and grace rather than push and pull. And it's literally the same with absolutely everything. Um, you need to change your beliefs that you have held probably all your life without actually realizing it. They will not be your beliefs. They are beliefs that have been given to you, that have been passed down, sometimes through generations, because your parents don't do this on purpose, right? They have the beliefs from their parents and their parents got it from their parents and their parents got it from their parents. And so it can go back generations and generations. And unless you change it, unless you are the catalyst to change the generational pattern in your family, it will keep getting passed down. It will keep repeating and repeating and you'll pass it on and your children will pass it on and your children's children will pass it on. And so it's really important that we do this work so that we can stop it. We can be the change. We can be the the people in our family that actually stops it. It stops now, right? It stops now. And so we give our children and their children's children and children's children's children better, more empowering beliefs. So let's have a look at that. We've talked about the subconscious brain being the part that holds on to the beliefs, that replays the beliefs that we've had since childhood. And then our conscious mind, that's the decision maker. That's the analytical part of the brain and it's where we do our reasoning. So the conscious mind is where the self-sabotage patterns come from. So you've got the subconscious belief and then you've got the conscious mind going, well, I can't do that. And giving you all the reasons and all the data and the analysis as to why you can't do it and why you can't change. So you have to change it at the subconscious to bypass the analytical reasoning part of your conscious brain that tells you that you can't do it. So let's use money as our example again. Um, if you, you know, so you've heard affirmations, you've heard people say, all you need to do is say, I am rich, I am rich, I have more than enough money in my bank account, but your reasoning, your conscious brain is going to take that and go, well, actually, in my life, I'm really stressed about money. Um, I don't actually have enough money in my bank account. Um, I'm finding it really hard to put put food on the table for my kids this month. Um, I don't have, I don't have enough and you're stressed and then you start analysing the new affirmation. 
and like attracts like. Now I'm gonna say it again because I think I say this in every single thing that I do. You heard me talk about the law of attraction, right? The law of attraction is always working, but it's going to work for where you focus your attention, your emotions and your feelings. So what this means is that even if you say, I am rich, I have more money than I ever dreamed of, making money is easy for me, but then your feelings and your thoughts are focusing on the lack of money, on the fact that you're struggling daily in your life with not enough and you're stressed, everything is energy. Energy is everything. And those stressed, lack and not enough vibes that you're putting out into the universe is what the law of attraction is going to reflect back to you. And that is the reason why it's so difficult sometimes to change. It takes inner work, right? It takes inner work because we have to change the belief at the subconscious level of our brain, not the conscious level. And so how do we do that? Well, First of all, we have to bring awareness to the information and to the triggers and to the blocks that are living in our subconscious minds. So the way to start, the way to actually begin to bring awareness to that is with mindfulness. So recognizing that we have a block, recognizing when we say the words that block us, and then changing the internal dialogue bit by bit. It's an amazing thing. Mindfulness is incredible, but if you wanna take it one step further, right? So you've noticed the pattern, you're aware of the words, you recognize the thoughts that you're saying, then I want you to journal on them. Now, I realize that journaling is not for everybody. This, I mean, I love writing. I have a blog, right? I write a piece for my blog every single week, but for some reason, my reaction to journaling is one of, I don't really wanna do it. So if you're not a journaler, if you have that energy around it like I do, speak it to yourself. Journal speak, I call it journal speaking. And I quite often, when I feel an energy around something and I want to journal on it and I want to script on it and I want to change it, I will get out my phone and I will open my video app or my messenger app and I will talk it out. And so I'm still getting it out of my head. I'm still doing the brain dump. I am still speaking or journaling on what I'm feeling, what is happening, what emotions I'm having. Um, so when you're feeling stressed, when you notice that you're saying something with lack or that you've uncovered a belief, journal on it or speak on it. So how does it make you feel in your body? What do you think about it in your head? What is it bringing up? What emotions are you feeling from thinking this thing? Where in your body do you feel it? And every single time that you do that, you are collecting data that lives in your head and your body. And so from that data that you start to script and journal and speak, they are where you get to see the stories that you're telling yourself. If you write it down or speak it out, 
That is your thoughts, it's your brain, it's your stories, it's your beliefs, and that is your internal data, right? So what you then do is you start to pick apart those stories and those beliefs because you start to notice what comes up for you. So it might be, um, you might be journaling around, I hate my job. You want to leave. It makes you feel horrible. You get stressed when you think about it. You feel it in the pit of your stomach and it feels horrible. But then you go, but if I leave this job, I'll never find another one that has good childcare options for me. They pay me well. It's got flexible hours. When the kids are sick, I'm allowed to stay home, um, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so you reason your way out of it with the limiting and the fear-based beliefs. And those thoughts, those limiting and fear-based beliefs keep you stuck in that job that is causing you to feel horrible, get stressed, and affects your body. So the trick, once you've got your data from your journal, you've been mindful, you've been aware, you've picked through the stories, then I want to ask yourself this question, and it is massive, it's a game changer. Is this true? So I will never be able to find a job that's got childcare like this one. Is this true? No. I will never be able to find a job that pays me what I get paid now. Is this true? No. I will never find a job that has flexible hours for when the kids get sick and I'm allowed to work from home occasionally. Is this true? No. So how those beliefs can you see by asking yourself, is this true? You are disproving the limiting beliefs that are keeping you stuck. And you can do this exercise for absolutely everything in your life. The recognition of the patterns, the journaling or the speaking, the looking at the data or the stories, and then the questioning works for every single thing. When you ask yourself the question, is this absolutely true? And do I know this for a fact? If the answer is not a massive resounding yes, then you know that that is a limiting belief that is keeping you stuck. That is the crux of it. You've, 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 you've recognised it through mindfulness, you've journaled on it, you've asked yourself, is it true? You know it isn't, so now you can disprove it. And you can disprove it again through journaling, through meditation, through mindfulness, through your intuition. Quite often, I will disprove a limiting belief in my life by going into a meditation and asking the question, please help me figure this out. And I promise you, there is always a point within the next few days where I will receive a download, an inspired action, a thought or a feeling that helps me move through what I'm feeling stuck in. Because when you're able to allow your mind to be quiet, and to release the resistance, you then get into the subconscious again, you're bypassing the conscious mind and you're getting right into where the belief is stored and where you are staying stuck. So then you've noticed the negative belief, you've disproved it as not being true, you then flip it and create a new 
thought that is the total opposite of the one that you are disempowering. And to give you an example of mine, I did this work on my body image back in the day when I was struggling massively. Um, I'm too fat. I'm never going to be loved. They were two stories I told myself all the time. They were playing on replay in my head. I'm too fat. I'm too fat. I'm never going to get a boyfriend. Nobody's ever going to love me. I'm not lovable. Um, constantly on replay in my mind. And I did these steps on those affirmations, those limiting affirmations that I was saying to myself, and then I flipped them. My body is the perfect weight for me. I am worthy of love. The truth is I am lovable, you know? And then I practiced saying those, and I had stickers all over my house. You may have seen my social media post the other day. I have I am worthy written on every mirror in my bedroom, and it's the first thing I see when I get up in the morning because the loudest thought is the one that gets in. It's the one that shouts the loudest, and it's the one that causes a new neural pathway in your brain. And so, before I sign off today, I just wanted to take you back to mindfulness for a moment, um, which was the first step in recognizing the belief and the pattern. And I wanna take you through a really quick and easy and simple technique, which will bring you back to mindfulness instantly. And all I want you to do is take five really deep breaths. Breathe in for five, hold for five and out for five. That's all I want you to do. Do that, repeat that five times. And when you are doing that breathing pattern, in for five, hold for five, out for five, focus intently on your breathing. Don't let your mind be anywhere else. Focus on the in-breath, the hold, and the exhale. And I promise you that if you do that, your brain, your mind cannot think about anything else because you are so focused on the breath, on the breathing pattern, that your mind is totally static in that breath, right? It can't go anywhere else. It's not thinking about anything else. Other thoughts and beliefs cannot get into you at that moment in time. And that is why mindful breathing and bringing your attention back to the present moment and focusing on your breath really, really works. Because say you have a stressful thing that comes up in your day and your mind starts going off to the old limiting belief pattern that you have. If you stop it, if you notice it and you come back and you do your mindful five breaths, you do not let that thought get away with you and it doesn't spiral out of control into something massive. And if you do this every single time, eventually your reaction, your emotional response to the thought is gonna get shorter and shorter and shorter. And then it won't feel as heavy, you won't feel as much emotion come up, you won't feel it in your body, your mind won't run away with it and take it and make it into a new or an old limiting belief and eventually you'll get to the place where I am now where if a stressful thought comes into my head I recognize it I just say nope 
I do my five deep breaths, I'm not going there, and I'm able to stop the thought pattern and switch it really quickly to something that's much more aligned with what I am wanting and what I am creating in my life right now. And it really does get to be that simple. So practice the steps. Be mindful, notice, journal or speak, collect your data, disprove your stories with the is this true question, and then flip the belief to something much more empowering. That is how I want you to go and live your life from now on and stop the generational beliefs that you have held from going any further. It stops with you. So I hope you enjoyed that. That is, that's something that I do all the time. Um, and it's really easy and it's, it becomes second nature once you really get into it. Um, and I just thought it was worth sharing because it's a really good way of recognizing limiting belief patterns and changing them to empowering belief patterns. And like I say, stopping those beliefs from being passed down because I am willing to bet that most of your limiting beliefs have been given to you from somebody else. They won't be yours. Um, and even if they are yours, you don't want to pass them on to your children and give them away so that they can pass them on to their children and then it becomes a new generational belief. So let's stop it now. Let's notice our limiting belief patterns. Script on it, speak on it like I do. Um, get it out your head, collect your own data and then change it. It's massively empowering. It's something I love to do and I am living proof that it makes a massive, massive difference if you are willing to do the work. So I hope you enjoyed this. Um, it can be life changing if you allow it to be. Thank you so much for listening to me ramble on in this episode of the Surviving to Thriving podcast. If you'd like to help support my podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave me a rating and a review. And to catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on all my social medias. I'm on Instagram at Jane underscore E underscore Adams. I'm on Facebook. I'm on YouTube. Um, you know where to find me. Thank you so much again for listening and I'll see you next time.